We aim to bring the behind the scenes of the Australian music industry to the audience with an entertaining yet honest and transparent look into all facets of the industry. Also, we're bringing new local music to your ears. In this episode, we talk to local emerging artist Yara. We discuss her music and upcoming release, her journey and experiences as a woman of colour in the industry, and she gives us her perspective on physical and mental health. We're so excited to be back with our first guest episode of 2020. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. Okay, so welcome back. Um, we are chatting to Yara. Say hello. Hi. <laughs> Have you done a podcast before? No. Okay. Okay. Cool. This because so- we're we're still shit. <laughs> no, nah, don't say that. We do okay, but um, yeah, Yara, you have a new single coming out on what is it Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. This Sunday. Sunday. So what's the deal with that? Um, okay, mom, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's my first track to be out and, and recorded into, into the world, um, which I'm really excited about because I've, it's, yeah, I didn't think about this cause it happened so, so fast. Um, but it, you know, it's, it's been something that I've always wanted to do since I was a little girl yeah. and I'm really excited that, um, it's going to be something that is quite. I feel like quite important and really empowering for me to do um, for for myself, for one, um, and, and it's turning out to be empowering for other women, which is really, really exciting. It's called Man Hater um, and it's about the way that society treats women um, that stand up for themselves and uh, – request change from the way things are being handled um and the way women are being treated um it the yeah it's it's not a nice world out there and it's even more difficult when you get um shut down for trying to you know fight for equality and just have what men have all the time to have as a human Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah just basic human rights yeah so I find with that with that title as well, it could probably be a bit divisive on its own. Yes. Without the context of the song. Yeah. Um, you're also releasing it on International Women's Day. Yeah. Was that was that planned out like in advance or was it just a coincidence or what happened yes, there? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was definitely like, ooh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like we're doing this. We're doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Nice. Yeah, that was definitely, definitely planned. Yeah. Um, we I was chatting to Campbell. He mm-hmm. came back from your most recent show, I think it was, mm-hmm. and he said that when because you've obviously played Manhater live before, but yep. without that little rap section yes. that you've got with Mahalia in this recorded version. Yeah, with uh, Manali. Manali. <laughs> um, he came back and he was like, she rapped. <laughs> I don't remember there being a rap. <laughs> Why is there a rap? <laughs> yeah, so Manali, um, she's my friend that I met through uh, – my hospital job, so I, I work at the, the theatres, at the Princess Theatre. Yeah. Um, it's just like bar work and uh, barista um, to pay the bills, <laughs> which is really fun actually. Um, 
And yeah, I met her through there because she's an actress um, in the show playing there right now, Harry Potter. I don't know, you might have heard of yeah. Harry Potter and the <laughs> Child. It's pretty freaking cool. Um, and she is one of the first um, uh, women of colour to play an uh a character, a lead, a lead role in the yeah. show. So she's playing Rose uh, Granger Weasley, which is um, Ron's and Hermione's daughter. Oh, so this is wow. like the new generation. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. So not only is she an incredible actress, but also an incredible musician. Yeah. Uh, she's a singer, songwriter, and a rapper as well. And she, uh, we met and just talking about things, brown people things, and women <laughs> things, and. Um, I was like, hey, like, could you write me something for this song? And we ended up talking about it for a while and then left it for a bit and came back. And I was like, oh, I'm recording this song this week. I'm sorry, I forgot. Like, do you have anything? She like, she was like, yep, I wrote it and sent it to me. And I was like, oh, my God, this is perfect. Like, didn't need to change anything at all. Um and yeah, and I just wanted to wrap it. I was like, <laughs> Manali's super busy, so you know she can't come to every gig yeah. and, and and perform with us, which sucks. But um, I'm gonna get her to do it one day. But till till then, um, I, it, it's been really fun, like learning the verse. I just love it so so much. Like yeah. it's so well written and feels so good to to say out loud. So have you done much rapping before? Or? No, <laughs> not at all. But I was like, mm, like, like if you ask Campbell, like I, I started to do it and I was a little bit tired. So I was in like fully focused and I was like, yeah. I messed up a tiny bit at the start. And I was like, I like stopped and I was like, nope. no, but then I, I was like, nah, that's not the point of this, you know? Yeah. yeah. So I just went for it, did it again and went well, I think. Yeah. I mean, still working on it, but it was fun to do. And It's new. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. I was so, like, I was listening to the track when you sent that press release. I was listening to the private track on SoundCloud and, and that, that bit came up and I was like, this isn't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what? <laughs> and I couldn't tell if it was you or someone else and then I clicked and I was like, oh, wait, there's someone else on this track. Like yeah. it says in the title or whatever. I'm like, oh. Oh, this oh. is cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I love the track. Thank it's you. It's a great song. Mm. Um, have you got, like, have you started recording anything else at all? Yeah. So we've got another track um, in the works at the moment, but um, as the year goes by, I'm planning to just record as much as possible and then yeah. um, plan out how I'm going to release it all. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I really love the artwork for the single as well. It's Thank really cool. You. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, a friend of mine called uh, Sean Primrose did mm-hmm. it. She's from the Mornington Peninsula. Um, she's friends. I met her through um, Maddie Herbert, um, Velvet Bloom. Mm-hmm. They've been friends since they were kids. And, yeah, she's just super, super talented. And, I, yeah, yeah, love to work. Maddie just seems to know everyone creative. Yes. It, it annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dang it, you thought of that before I did. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's been at it for a while, Maddie. Uh, she's just incredible. She's doing everything. Yes, all the time. Yeah, yeah like she doesn't just, stop. We just sent in an ad for the magazine, the Flow Creative yes. magazine that she's doing. So we've got a little A5 ad in that, I think. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Um, Love that. But what are the, the, the Femme Jams and yeah. everything else? Like you're involved with all of those as well, aren't you? Mm. At, at some point or another. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just so much going on yeah so much but all for all of them are for great causes yeah, like all yeah. of them are 
making some sort of change, which is I, th- I think is awesome. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, you mentioned the um, brown people problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so part of your little like bio is that you're Palestinian. Mm. Does that play much into your music and your, you know, style and everything like that? I mean, I think... I think so, but not not stylistically. Like not John. Yeah. You, you know, I I sing in in English, and um, mm. it's pretty. My music is pretty Western, but that's because I don't know. Like Middle Eastern music is beautiful. Mm. And music is beautiful, but it's it's never been my thing. Like even when I lived in the Middle East, it's very different. It's yeah, yeah. it's quite different. Um, yeah, but it's something that I've thought about for a long time. Like I really want to go back and discover it a bit more like mm. when I was a kid I so I lived in the Middle East in in Palestine in the Gaza Strip till I was 12 yeah and then I moved here 2009 yeah. um and I when I grew up there I was always like obsessed with western culture mm. and my friends and I were like always trying to learn English together and like on YouTube like watching <laughs> Beyonce and all these different um like yeah, well, but we were like obsessed with American culture mm. Um, which is really common in the Middle East. Uh, yeah, but I think it influences me a lot um, lyrically. Yeah, like that, yeah. It'd be really interesting if you could, like, uh, find a way to, like, bring some of that, like, Middle Eastern, like, sound yeah. somehow into that, like, R&B. Mm. That would be, like, a really crazy yeah. mix, I think. For sure, I've been thinking about it heaps. Yeah. yeah. That'd be very cool. I think... My, I'm gonna try and work it into production somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Even just like little flavors yeah. here and there. Yeah. Could yep. be super cool. So if you were there until you were 12 and you had to learn English, does that mean that you still know your pre- your previous language? Yeah. So um, I still speak Arabic at home with yeah. my family and my sisters. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because I've mm-hmm. seen um, Baker Boy. He yes. occasionally brings in, you know, his indigenous language into his yeah. into yes. his songs. Would you ever do that with lyrics, or is that a little bit too far outfield? No, I don't. I don't think that's too far at all. I think I definitely want to go in that direction yeah. at some point um, and bring those flavors in into this. Because um, for like for the longest time, oh sorry, just not as a mic. For the longest time, I've had kind of a a bit of a social cringe to, towards my my culture for the longest time like when I when I moved here I was trying to fit in really hard yeah. and like straighten my hair heaps and um like even also my sisters had it a lot I think they're just getting over it now yeah. where like they would like yell at mom if she was talking in in Arabic in, yeah. in public like at the grocery store they'd be like mom like shut up speaking speak English mom <laughs> so um, I definitely want to try and get back to that a bit, a bit more, and because now I've, I've gotten over it, and I'm yeah. f- you know, fully proud of myself and where I can, I come from. But yeah, um, yeah. get like a whole other group of people like connecting as well, maybe like yeah. that probably don't feel like that they're getting what's the word? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which would be nice for sure. I think, it's especially like. Um, Especially Palestinians, I think mm-hmm. it's such a minority. Yeah. Like even of Middle Eastern people, it is mm-hmm. such yeah. a minority. It's definitely not like the first country you think of when you think yeah. of the Middle East. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think that would bring a lot of people into this to make them feel yeah more included. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something I'm working on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> definitely be the first to announce that. <laughs> 
Um, who are your influences then? If like Western music and everything like that with your the way you create your music specifically. Yeah. So um, definitely a lot of Amy Winehouse, um, Leon Le Havas, um, Snow Allegra. I mean, I started like first thing I was obsessed with was Beyonce. Mm-hmm. Um, not so much now. I feel like I'm more, um, more Solange. Yeah. Yeah, just like a lot of soul R and B. Yeah. Um, but also the maybe like in the past two or three years, um, like going to uni and that, um been getting more into jazz and also a bit more folk music as well. Like I've been obsessed with Julia Jacklin for like two mm. years. Um so yeah, I try to I try to keep it open yeah. and yeah, see what what I like listening to. Yeah, there's definitely some like jazzy vibes in Manhata. Yeah, I could definitely hear that in like the piano. I was like, mm, mm. smooth. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you should go to a gig tonight and see what she does live. <laughs> what are uh, like some of the favorite shows you've been to in Melbourne? Like since like local gigs, mm. local artists. Yeah. Uh, Thirty seventy. Mm-hmm. for sure was one of the coolest ones and I really liked how they integrated a lot of um dance in there and they always have beautiful projections and visuals um just mm-hmm. like really good um stage elements I yeah, think I, that was, I haven't heard of them before so. they're they're really really awesome so they're um they're a group from Melbourne I think they're living like they're from maybe Northcote Oh, just down the road. Yeah, like, yeah, <laughs> literally. Um, jazz bass, like acid jazz kind of, um, and they're fronted by Alicia Joy, um, who is just an incredible woman, um, keys player, vocalist, percussionist as well. Everything. Like she is so Amazing. just incredible. Um, and she's got like always got like big earrings on and she's always like <laughs> you can always hear them and they're just oh so oh, nice the sass yeah oh um, check them out yeah they were definitely how long I have hoops on <laughs> yes yes mm-hmm. yeah I forgot my hoops for a gig the other night and I was like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> dude, I'm not playing I'm, I'm not I playing. don't know man <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. We also did not brief you this on at the start, which we do every Oh, time. my God, I always forget. <laughs> um, we will ask you at some point what your three favourite Australian artists are. Right now. We won't we'll, – we'll, yeah, right now. We won't ask you right now. We'll, like, give you some time to maybe, like, think okay. about that in the back of your mind. Because we, we always, like, sneak up on people with it and they're like, oh, fuck, I don't remember who I listened to. Like, yeah. Yes, yes. yes no, we'll I ask you that at some point. You could do, do a, a Jay Wennington and just list every artist every you've artist ever heard you of. of. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you haven't listened to that one, it's hilarious. Like, boy, this has already ticked over to the two-hour mark. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the end talking. of the episode is – him still listing names oh <laughs> uh, that was funny but yeah that's something um, since like playing like live shows etc um, have you felt like what kind of experiences have you had as a woman like have you felt have you had any of those like negative experiences maybe of like like sound people thinking you don't know what you're 
talking about like you're literally literally naming something that happened to me like three days ago it's crazy how often it happens it's ridiculous and i didn't like i didn't think like i've only been gigging for maybe like a year and a half and i going into it i didn't think that it would be that bad i was like yeah i mean i've i've heard things but Surely not. Like it it's, won't happen to me. Yeah, not even that. It's just like it, it won't be, be that, that ridiculous. Yeah. Like, but it, it really is. It's actually. Can I swear on this? Yeah, hell yeah. it's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> I had a guy. Okay, so it was a Velvet Bloom gig. Yeah, and you don't want to fuck with Maddie. Oh god. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, he made a bad choice. Um, she sounds like someone we need to get on. We here. do. Yes, <laughs> we do. Yes, she's got so many stories. Yeah. Um, so we were doing a trio gig. It was me, Maddie, and Alex, our guitarist, uh, and we were just setting up. And like, first off, the guy just sound guy comes over, and he doesn't even like ask for our names or anything or introduce himself he just goes just looks at me setting up the keyboard Mm. uh and he goes whoever's playing the keys um can you put in your lead in the top uh left hole of that square over there (laughs) pointing at the the di yeah like Sorry, can you just explain that one more time? Slower. I didn't quite catch that. Yeah, what? Okay. So, yeah. Uh, (laughs) Man's planned how to use the DI. (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. And then (laughs) he uh, later on, I heard from Maddie when I was telling her this, she was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he he told me how to plug in my amp into a PowerPoint. (laughs) What? didn't tell Alex how to do that. So this pointy things yeah. goes into those little slots on the hole. Like I can show you how to do if you need. So Alex uh, is a guy, I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 Oh right. my god. <laughs> and she was like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Are you kidding? Didn't tell Alex that. No. Didn't mm, nah. No, never. Yeah. Yeah, boy. Yeah. It's fun. <laughs> yeah. So, so fun. And then he like wouldn't turn us up. And so yeah. I like I was doing a set that night as well. I was in the lineup like my solo stuff and then I went on with Velvet Bloom. Um and like it was such a struggle to get him to turn up my keys. Mm-hmm. And then he we got them to a good level, like eventually throughout the set, like not even mm-hmm. before yeah. it. I was like, you know, turn me oh. up, pointing. Um and then when I went on to play with Velvet Bloom, it went back to low. Mm. And he goes to me, uh, I go, oh, can you, can you turn me up please? Like before the set. Uh, and then he goes, you're on, on max in my mix. I'm like <laughs> on mic in, in, in public. I'm like, it was louder in my set. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, okay. And like just, not yeah, shut the fuck up and turn it up. <laughs> Cause like, he was like, like oh, she's going to talk like, back. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, oh, she has opinions. Ooh. <laughs> I can't oh, get away with it. That's my favorite thing, though. Like, um, <laughs> I've been to so many shows where it's been like women playing, and you know, like usually during soundcheck, they're kind of like talking to the mic to the sound guy kind of thing, or like, hmm. so like no one else can really hear it. They're just like, can you turn me up? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm like yes. Yes. Girl. Just fucking do it. Yeah. Yeah. 
and I was talking to other other women about this and they're like I like some some women it's it's a lot because it's something you have to do constantly and it's really so exhausting and they're like I feel so guilty having to say it yeah. and it takes yeah. out a lot of like it adds a bit of a strain and like quite a bit of negative energy on top of you before you go on yeah, yeah so it's it's not cool yeah it's not yeah. ideal not ideal no Sound engineers, if you're listening, stop fucking doing that. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel like any female musician, if you ask them that question, they'd probably almost have an identical story. It's yeah. 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 It's fucked up. It's just so lame and so overdone. Like just it's unnecessary. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. Just stop it. <laughs> yeah. Just stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just more razzed up now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all of it is just, it's just not great. I don't think like anyone, everyone is just people. Like yeah. everyone should just have a basic level of respect yeah. to each other. Yeah. Like there's a way to, to say things. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I don't think levels should really exist. No. Everyone's just doing their job. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Like, which is honestly what like International Women's Day is all about. It's like getting that equal playing field, you yeah. know, getting equality. Yeah. <laughs> Are you doing anything else on that day? Um, it's it's a big day actually. I've got a rehearsal that morning, um, for a couple of gigs that week, um, and then I'm doing a gig that night as well at um. Uh, Bay Hotel in Mordialic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That'll be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Is that going to be like your first time playing the single after having it being released? Yes. Because yeah. it'll be that morning. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll be awesome. Yeah. Sure day <laughs> yeah, that'll be cool. I'm excited. I love the photo you've got on your press release too. This one. Yeah. Thank you. With mm-hmm. the green tree behind you and what is it tiger print something like that it's a very pretty photo i just noticed that (laughs) it's um my headshot from do you know muso they're like they're a bit new i think maybe like a year or two old they're um uh, like a kind of like a, a booking service but also not really they're they're an app okay and a website um yeah, they kind of make it really easy to get gigs. Mm. So you sign up with them and um, you click – it's like a dating app kind of for gigs and you, like, mm. click interested in these all these gigs that come up and um, then, like, the the venue picks you or not and cool. you get paid within two days. Like, they make sure you're getting paid on time. Mm. Um, really That's good. Really it cool. treats musicians we- like a, it's a job. <laughs> we – um. For one of our, our final subjects for my bachelor at Pole Arts mm. was to create a business, which is actually what this started with, mm. the nice. podcast. But someone else's idea for their business was essentially that. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, no one's doing this, but clearly someone is. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's them. It's mm-hmm. definitely it's not. Okay. <laughs> this, is like, this is like not even six months ago. This is like four uh, months ago. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But um, that's very cool though. Yeah. It's so good. I'm really happy it's happening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because there are, like, definitely, like, apps like that out there for, like, hospital work kind of thing where, like, yes. a job will, like, put up, like, we need someone tonight for a shift kind of thing and you just kind of, yeah. like, grab it. Yeah. 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 That's very cool. Yeah, no, they're they're really good and they're working really hard at it to make it 
um, successful in a really short amount of time. Like, so they've they've gotten a, a bunch of musicians to be their ambassadors, which um, yeah. me and Maddie um, and M. Schnall from the Mamas yep. um, are ambassadors. And um, once a month we have like a meeting to discuss how it's going and add ideas to it and make sure it's developing well and like in a realistic manner. Mm. Um, yeah, like we're kind of – they're people on, on the floor, like out in the gigs. The field. And the, yeah. and the field, that's yeah. it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's it's really awesome. It's really cool. And one of their um, like head team members um, is uh, a woman named Peter and she is a boss. She's <laughs> so, so cool. We love our boss ladies. Yeah. We just started doing, because you'll know about it because you were the first one published, the Groovy Local Gals yep. blog series that kind of started popping up on the website. Um, and we've got, like, I think at this point it's just going to keep going and going and going because we're always discovering new artists. Yes. Which is what we want. Yeah. Um, but is there anyone in particular that you can think of that – should be featured in that list. Yes, heaps. Yeah. Um, uh, Pia Zvara okay. and her sister M, actually, which goes under um, El- Elora, I think her artist name is. Okay. Um, so they're uh, Melbourne-based artists. They're Chilean, um, soul, R&B, I think mm-hmm. is their main genre. Um, both guitarists, both just so beautiful. Um who else? And they're killing it as well. Um, Em just released a, her first track called Kingdom, yeah. um, which is so, so nice. And it's got her, I think it's her grandma in the end of it. Um, she's saying something mm. like this beautiful thing in, in Spanish. Yeah. Um, it's so nice to listen to. Like if you ever wake up in the morning like really early to start your day, I think it's so nice to listen to it then. Like mm. it just put you, puts you in such a good mood. Mm, it's very, very peaceful. And like really feminine and empowering. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is doing amazing? One of the one of the basis we had for for fem jams. Mm. Um, her name is I'm pretty sure it's Eleanor. I can't remember her last name. Yeah, I th- first name Eleanor. But <laughs> she plays for a few bands. She plays for. Oh, I'm blanking out. I'm sorry, but yeah, she's she's very sick as well. <laughs> I don't think there's enough like focus on um, female instrumentalists. Yeah. 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 I, well, I guess just instrumentalists in general don't get a lot of the limelight. Yeah. Usually lead singers yeah. and things yeah. like that. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Um, Panic at the Disco isn't a band anymore. It's just Brendan Yuri. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I mean, it's been that way from the start. This is a new guy. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know what the other, like, oh, actually I know what, like, the drummer looks like, but that's about it. I couldn't even. From, like, the um, the music video from, like, fucking that Mona Lisa song. Mona Lisa? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can, like, picture him in that and that is it. I like, the steampunk. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's gotcha, it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Mm. But, yeah, that's very true. Uh, um... Another thing we kind of talk about on the podcast is like mental health mm-hmm. in the industry as well. Yeah. Like whether anyone, like our guests have like struggled with anything like that. Mm. Like if that is something that they put into their music, etc. Like it seems like it's on their life. 
yeah, yeah. if that's something you're comfortable talking about oh yeah like, 100 100 yeah. yeah we um we love to have that kind of transparency on here because it, yeah. it needs to be spoken about more it's always yeah around. no yeah. always and it's ridiculous how common it is it's yeah in the music industry as well yeah. like it's a majority percentage i think of yeah. workers um musicians like everyone's affected yeah. in some way or another yeah yeah and it's so nice to have transparency transparency about it because yeah everyone everyone everyone's going through it mm-hmm. it's not an easy industry yeah um and like the the you know the world right now is not an easy place to live in mm-hmm. um yeah it's it's a lot i've definitely struggled with a bit of it in the past i mean i realized i was experiencing it like the past two years, but really it's been going on for maybe five or six mm. and I didn't really um, pay attention to it. Mm. Um, yeah, I was I was diagnosed with severe depression um, six or seven months ago. Wow. Well, yeah. yeah. Um, and anxiety as well. So, Did that, yeah. Again, if you're only if you're comfortable talking about it with the whole PCOS thing, mm. is that – I feel like that's a common combination, isn't it? Yes. Depression and – yeah. yeah. So that's how that 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 was one of my symptoms. Yeah. So around yeah, uh April last year, um came home to my dad and like it's it's been a hard year. Like I went through a breakup yeah. um a bit before that and I wasn't doing well and I thought I was just sad because of that. Yeah. But like um I was growing a bit more facial hair, like my sideburns were quite dark and my hair was going getting darker um I was like oh it's, you know just just puberty. Arab things <laughs> yeah just puberty like brown people things ah, it is what it is <laughs> so I just like dismissed all of these things and my dad was like my dad's luckily uh, so so blessed to have my dad uh who was a GP <laughs> and he was like are you good <laughs> wait so you good you good family like, I don't know <laughs> You don't seem good. I'm like, oh, just a, you know, a bit sad and Vegetarian sad. Hair just. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that Mood. is the title. Yes. <laughs> That's me. Yes. <laughs> I was hairy and sad, and that was my 2019. <laughs> and my dad was like. Maybe you should get a scan. I was like, well, a scan for what? What are you talking about? He's like, an ovary scan. I'm like, sure. Privacy. No, we're very open with each other. So I was like, yeah, okay, all right. So I booked a scan, went to go to the scan. And um, this was in my hometown, Colax. I went to visit them and I had the scan there. Mm -hmm. And then I went back to Melbourne um, to go to work. And he called me and he was like, "Um, can you take the day off? Mm. And I was like, well, why? He's like, our results came back. Um, you've got polycystic ovaries, which I thought you did. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, great. And then he was like, but also you, um, you grew a nine centimeter cyst on the top of your right ovary. Um, and we don't know what's in it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. And he's like, come home. We'll discuss some options. And he didn't tell me, but when I got home, he was like, could be cancer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, sick, yep. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that was not fun. Yeah. And that's when I realised, you know, human beings, we're 
um, it's it's all science, you know. You don't have to blame yourself for things. It was simply a I had a chemical imbalance because of hormonal misfunction, and yeah, so I got my ovary removed because the cyst completely squashed it. Um, yeah, so if I I had to get that cyst removed because cysts can grow up to twenty centimeters mm-hmm. and then they can explode and yeah. it's very very painful mm-hmm. and. Crazy, some women have that and they just think it's period pain. Yeah. 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 So many women don't understand that like severe period pain, like it's not normal. No. It's not normal. Yeah. It's it's something else sometimes. They're just told to like, that's that's period period pain. Live with it. Yeah. Yeah. Can we just do a whole episode on period? Yes. We absolutely (laughs) can. Uterus Uh, health. Yeah. Yeah. Get your ovaries checked. Girl. It's one out of three that have either PCOs or... Endo. Um, endo. Yeah. In, in, Which is huge. I'm yes. currently on. It's too many. I get like injections to stop my periods um, because my periods were so painful that they thought it could have been endo. And I don't, still don't know because they didn't actually test for it. Yeah. Oh, it's like tough to get into a specialist as well. Yeah. Like it's so tough. Yeah. To like just see like a gynecologist sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Especially one that is like bulk billing as well. Mm. Yeah. It's actually no it's screwed up. Anymore. Yeah. Like, yes, women, women it's tough for like young, young, yeah, like young women that like aren't working heaps or. And like combine that with like chronic conditions, like other chronic conditions like pain or like literally anything else. And they're mm-hmm. just like, oh, you're just, you know, you're overreacting. You're just sore. You're just, you're just, you, it's growing pain. Bitch, I am 23. <laughs> Bitch, I am grown. I'm grown. <laughs> like I may be five foot, but I am grown. <laughs> oh my Come God. On. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, man. exactly. Yeah, which yeah. is a whole nother women's issue, like just in general, women's health being believed. Yes, and listened to by your doctor. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, it's one out of three that have these yeah. things. It's almost that's a lot of that's a lot of it's a two big out percentage three right now. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally us yeah. right here right now. Yeah, um, yeah, that's it's too many. Mm. So then, coming back to the original thing how has that played into your mental health and how you deal with your life and getting things done and day-to-day yeah so I was just like you just need to take care of yourself like go do the things what what are they like let's just rule some things out mm. let's let's drink enough water yeah. <laughs> let's uh eat well let's get some movement going and let's see a therapist Eric? You know, just tick step some boxes. Step. Yeah. yeah. And I think I for a while, like it took me a while to book that first appointment. Yeah. It's terrifying. It, I don't know why it is, but it is. It's, it's intimidating. Yeah. yeah. And I think also like back to the music industry thing, really busy, felt like I didn't have time for myself yeah. to do this. It just felt like another extra thing, another chore I had to do, which is very common with depression. You feel like yeah. everything is a chore. Even like I hated going grocery shopping and I realized like how depressed I was at some point was when I was talking to um, a friend and they were talking about like how cute grocery shopping is. And I was like, oh, man, I can't be fucked. What do you mean? I was like, what do you mean? Yeah. Don't say that. No. Yes. <laughs> Um, no, I'm so with you on that. I absolutely hate grocery shopping. I can't do it alone or I'm like, I can't do this. Yeah, it's, <laughs> or I'm not going to get it. It's a form of anxiety. It's literally yeah. just like you have too much on and you're like, yeah. I can't do this. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, okay, um, let's just book that appointment. At some point I was like, I can't do this anymore. Like I'm, I'm very, very sad and it doesn't have to be that hard. It really doesn't. And so I booked it and I started going. I started going on medication. Like I, I remember 
first appointment I did this this test <laughs> just like filled out things from like one to five mm. and yeah. I was like wow yeah. yeah which I mean that's actually pretty good like you don't realize how um helpful mm. um the government is on that side of things mm-hmm. you can actually get you know your free 10 10 sessions yeah. 10 yeah, first yeah. sessions yeah. which is really good could be worse yeah but yeah but that's that's one thing that you, you can do for yourself mm-hmm. so that was good um yeah in other words take advantage of it while you can exactly <laughs> exactly yeah yeah so that was that was good um yeah decided to take a medication which has been so helpful mm. and thinking of it as like like yeah it was just a chemical imbalance and it just needed to take to Take care of my brain. It's another organ. It's just yeah. Just, it's like you have the flu. <laughs> you know, it's like your brain. It's fucked it for a bit. I mean, what did I see the other day? Someone was saying, you know, oh, you, you know, you think the brain is hard to understand and you have an imbalance. You are a piece of mush with electricity running through it. <laughs> like it's gonna have some shit going on. Yeah, literally. Yeah. It's not a simple thing. I don't know why we dismiss it all the time. It's mm. quite a complex organ. So complicated. Yeah. Man. I don't know how we're alive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> get philosophical. <laughs> yeah. It's all to take care of. About to get existential. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, everyone does. Yeah. But the tough thing for people as well, um, the whole stigma surrounding medication mm. for those kinds of disorders, I feel like it makes people think like, well, like I'm fucked up kind of thing but yeah it's no different to taking like your antibiotics or something like or your contraceptive pill you know i had the cutest thing happen to me the other day at uni i i lost my purse and i um reception found it and i went to pick it up with my friend that i just met at uni because i just started there um and i was like oh thank fuck like i need to take um my medication Mm -hmm. i opened my purse and i popped the the pill and like yeah. Uh, took it and my friend was like oh what do you have there and I was like, <laughs> I was like oh, right. I can't do she's, like, she's really like really fun really we'll open gal I was, yeah, like, yeah. Um, I was like my antidepressants <laughs> and she was like oh I thought so they look just like mine oh <laughs> I was like oh. I didn't see that coming yeah <laughs> I was literally like oh she's <laughs> intrusive but also like fair I mean you yeah. can ask that question it, yeah. but like could have been uncomfortable but yeah yeah. And I was like, oh, That's man. Really That's yeah. That was nice. I was like, yeah, we all, we all got the shit, man. Yeah. I keep finding people who take the same medication as I do. It's not, well, it was, it was created as an antidepressant, but that's not why I take it. Mm. But I was like, I've never heard of this. No one ever talks about this medication. Fine. That's, I use it for migraines specifically. Mm. But I've had like three different people go, oh, yeah, I, I, I have the same one. I'm like, mm. You want now? Yeah. <laughs> like, really? But they have it for different uses because it's anxiety, migraines, depression, and insomnia. Wow. Which is like what is that? three out of four amitriptyline. Okay. Yeah. So like, yeah, originally created as an antidepressant, but they found these other uses for it. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. Um, and all these other people are like, oh, yeah, I take it for my depression. I take it for my anxiety. And I'm like, I've literally never yeah. heard of it before I started taking it. What do you mean? <laughs> and you'd be surprised as well, like, who takes medication? Mm. Like, you'd think someone would Doesn't, look like they take medication. Yeah. Mm. Um, and that's something that's like why other people don't, uh, why that, there's a stigma around medication, I think, because, like, you think you have to be at a certain stage of, of yeah. your mental health to, to be deservant of taking medication or therapy even yeah people are like I'm not bad enough like yeah, there's people like, have it worse than me why wait for it to get bad enough do you like yeah. get a headache and be like 
Or like, do you start, do you get a cut on your arm and go like, oh, just wait till it bleeds a bit more and yeah. then I'll get a Band-Aid. <laughs> yeah. No. No. God, no. Yeah. Yeah. Drugs yeah. and uteruses and hair. <laughs> That's a good episode. <laughs> I'm sure we could come up with like a nicer title than Harry and Sad. No, I think Harry, I like Harry and Sad. <laughs> I love it. It's very, you okay with that being That's Harry and so Sad? so fun. Yeah. That's, l- it's literally me. <laughs> Yara, Harry and Sad. <laughs> Oh, it's like good. a like a YouTube tutorial. <laughs> yeah. <of> like <laughs> how to make combat it. Combat <laughs> Are you hairy and sad? <laughs> it's like one of those late night infomercials. Yes. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, like okay. how to make the Powerpuff power, power puff Girls. A little bit of hairy oh and a little bit of sad. Oops. <laughs> I come out and I'm kind of like my arms in my hair and my tits out. Like, hey. So you know the image that you have where you're like topless with your arms up. Yeah. Have you got like, I don't know how to phrase it, your armpits, right? Yeah. Is that your hair? Is that photoshopped in? Because it looks pink as well. So my actual armpits are pink. What? <laughs> yeah. Did you touch them? Yeah. So, I mean, currently they're just blonde because the pink has come out. But okay. like, yeah, so I bleached them and I dyed them. I was like, I've always wanted pink. Oh, my pink God. Pink Because I've been growing it for a bit because I, I don't know, like... Now I think of it as just a stylistic thing. Like yeah, yeah. it's it's just what well, it is now. Body I mean. hair. Yeah. <laughs> and I always struggled with it like for some reason. Now I know it's I, actually I think it's because of my my hormones. Yeah. Another um side effect of of that of um polycystic ovaries is uh getting more skin pigmentation. Okay. So I always like when I was a teenager I had no idea why but I had like under my chin I had a a bit darker skin here yeah. and always I had dark underarms right. and I was like oh is it just a brown girl thing but other brown girls don't have that I don't know um and I went on on the pill when I was 16 so it stopped for a bit and later I found out that the pill is one of the ways to get medicated for um Pizza. yeah and the cyst grew because I went off the pill like Gosh. um yeah maybe like three months before that oh wow okay. yeah so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I was like, I fuck it. I'm just going to grow my armpits for a bit. Like, yeah. I think it looks cooler than having no hair for okay. me personally. Yeah. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I was like, that suits me better. So I did that and then I was like, let's take it the next step. <laughs> How did you? Because, like, obviously I bleached my hair, but what kind of bleach do you have to use? Because that's such a sensitive skin area. It is. Um, I talked to one of my friends who's a hairdresser okay. and she just used regular bleach she's like a low developer or yeah something. yeah yeah and it was it was a bit like uh stingy, stingy at first yeah, yeah and i was like oh my god it's gonna be so bad I'm but then it was literally <laughs> i was like oh fuck i fucked up but it was so fine we left it on there for 20 minutes yeah and then just dyed it like pink that's yeah. amazing and yeah like, yeah it's just i mean Oh, yeah. There's light. Yeah. Yeah. It's got some ring growth, which is really funny. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen, but I've got some black on there. Yeah. (laughs) Ombre ombre pits. Yeah. Because on the way here, because my brother drove us up and he was asking, you know, why, what what we're doing here today, because he knows about the podcast and he has, he follows the website and everything. So he saw our posts with you Mm. like that. And he's like, are are you, are you talking to the girl with the armpits? I think that was how you put it. Maybe that's the new title of Yara, the girls with the the girl with the outfits. It's like, I don't know how else to identify her. Like, I don't know who she is. 
I was like, that's the one. <laughs> and I was like, no, I think it's Photoshop. But now, like. <laughs> yeah, so it started off as that, but like with the film photos we took originally of it, it didn't come out as strong as I wanted it to. Yeah. Um, and it just kind of looked like I had like an infection or something. <laughs> it was just like a little bit red. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's not what I wanted. Um, <laughs> and Sean had one of her artworks. Um, oh my God, what's the name of those dolls that have like the bright um, pink, hot pink hair? Dolls. Yes. <laughs> so she had, she has like a big painting of one of them oh, and she's got like um, hair on the armpits. Okay. And yes. I was like, oh my God, I love that. Dude, I am and a doll. Like, yes. <laughs> So yeah, that, that's where that came from. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I was like, just just add some fur on there. <laughs> yeah. You just, <laughs> just cut the fur. hair off and glue it on. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Yeah. So we did that. Amazing. Oh, that's awesome. Ooh. Um, Have you had internal thoughts at all about your favorite local artists? Mm. Top three Australian artists. Yes. Yeah. I've got two. <laughs> There is a suggestion. It can be one. It can be 17. So like, it's okay. <laughs> yeah. It can be 17. You can't stop. No limits. Mm. Um, oh, actually, no, I got them. Yes, mm-hmm. I got them. So before I talk about um, Julia Jacqueline, mm-hmm. I love Julia Jacqueline. Okay. Yes. she's. I think she's like one of those people that are also very, very open about um, their, their sad feelings. Like yeah. through her music anyway. Like I haven't seen many interviews, but um, yeah, she's awesome. Um, I love... Oh my god, what is her name? I literally think about it all the time. <laughs> um, she's got um, step back. Milan. Yes, Milan Ring. That's yes. So she's a guitarist and a producer, um, and a mixing engineer, as a sound engineer, and yeah, she does. All of her stuff is just her. It's a one-woman yeah. show. She is fucking incredible. And I saw her. She did a gig at The Workers, I think, last year. So she's local, like Melbourne? Um, yeah. She's Australian. Australian. Sydney, yeah. maybe? She's Sydney. Australian. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. She is just one of my biggest inspirations. She's one of the reasons I decided to go and study um, sound engineering. Is that what you're doing now? Yeah. Where are you doing that? At Box Hill. Oh, okay. That's where you yeah. came from today. Yes. Right. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she's incredible. Oh, she's work with scissor. Damn. Yeah. She's, she's so cool. Um just also as as a person and the way that she lives seems really beautiful as well. She's uh vegan and I'm pretty sure she's vegan. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's vegan. And she wears um she uh, doesn't support like fa- fast uh, fashion. Yeah, yeah. Um, even though she's a an artist you know you always need different outfits but she yeah yeah, just kind of I think last year she did a thing where she only wore what she had for the whole year Mm. um if she bought anything it was like either shoes or something like underwear yeah um and yeah just like bought things from up shops sustainable sustainable yeah sustainable wear um yeah she's awesome and uh, biggest inspiration ever, mm-hmm. Napalm. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. Easy. So, so good. Yeah. Um, just not just her music, like she is just so talented mm. and such an inspiration and 
a, a powerful being. Yeah. Um, she walks in a room and you know who she is. Like, <laughs> yeah, and you can you can feel that. Yeah. But also, you can also feel how humble she is and just a human being at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, which is so cool. She's got a huge energy. Yeah. Like you stand next to her and you're like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And always just unap- unapologetically herself. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You look no at matter her, what. You don't give a fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Such an inspiration. And I think as well, um, so after the whole uh, cancer assisting happened, mm. um, it was really sad after that. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't a terribly – huge bad experience with cancer like I think I I was like if anyone was gonna get cancer this was the easiest version of it like the the thing happened for one month and then it was out and done yeah and I'm I'm fine yeah um but I was just like bit existential it's scary (laughs) just to think even for a moment that could have been the case yeah yeah um and I was I was very scared as well because I was told that um, if they like with the, with the surgery I had, uh, they were going to get the the cyst out and test it because they couldn't test it while it was inside because if they poked it, um, it could spread everywhere and then that's that's cancer spread if it was cancerous. Uh, they were also like if we were to find uh, another cancerous cyst while we're in there somewhere else, we would uh, maybe have to remove your uterus and your other ovary and then you yeah. just have to be on hormonal replacements for the rest of yeah and I was like oh my god what <laughs> and I, I thought that I would just wake up and and have what I was left with whatever that is and not know yeah. so it was a bit of a bit of a traumatic thing yeah. and yeah so then it was all fine but I was just a bit shook up after it mm. and just said it I would stay with my family for a bit and just watched napalm interviews yeah one after the other because I was just so inspired by the way that she um, went through some really hard things. Like she is, she's an orphan. Is she? Yeah. Um, her mum was a dancer, um, and her, but she she died when she was really young. And I'm pretty sure her dad died from a, I think car accident or something. Yeah. I don't know the details, but um, yeah, she's just she's had a tough one. Yeah. But she has chosen to live her life to the fullest um, with what she she has. Yeah. And then the whole um, breast cancer thing happened and she had a breast removed and, yeah, that was a lot. But she's just – she just – it seems like she has this love for herself as a human being and as as a soul and not so much what – what's happened like she doesn't victimize herself as much she just kind of has a lot of love to give and moves forward accordingly yeah yeah so i think she's a huge inspiration to fall into being the victim as well like you'd have to be a very strong person to be like that's not that's not me yeah yeah and it's a really hard thing to do because if something bad happens, like I find myself a lot of the time as well, like being like, oh, I mean, I'm I'm just, I, I'm mad today because this happened. And also, you know what? I'm a woman and I'm brown. <laughs> so I'm still upset about that. <laughs> I'm a woman. <laughs> I'm brown. And it's been a hard day. Yes, because of that. Again, I'm going to pull that card. You know what? It's still hard. <laughs> Hasn't gotten easier. And it's, it's really hard to f- keep falling into that. Mm. And it just doesn't move me anywhere and yeah Mm -hmm. yeah. so 
it was it was really awesome to see how she's just moved forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And gone, oh, I'm, I'm lucky anyway. Whatever. High role model. Yeah. 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 I feel like I need to like watch some of these interviews. Yeah. Well. They're very inspiring. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She looked like I lived with her auntie for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess that's a perfect example of you don't know what someone else is going through regardless of how they behave or how they act now or whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. You don't know someone's background. Yeah. And every every person is it's it's not as simple as that. Like everyone is so complex, mm. and it, yeah, everyone's gone through something. Mm. Mm. Hmm. Um, was there anything else that you've got going on that you wanted to yeah. talk about, promote, anything Ooh. plug away? Yeah, Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's plug time. Let's do it. Um. Got a gig with Ernest Jackson mm-hmm. on the fourteenth. He's he's awesome. Um, uh, he's a, a rapper. Um, also actor. I found out lately. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. His music is full of like electronic production. Um, he's got a saxophone player that has all these pedals, and it's just like hip hop electronic. A saxophone player with pedals. Yes, so many pedals. How does that? Work? It's just effects. <laughs> city. Yeah. It's really, really really cool. cool. Um, he's got a single coming out um, called Sweaty, and it's so fun. But yeah, no, he's really, he's really cool. 19. I'm really excited for that one. He's 19. Is he actually? Yeah. Well, there you go. Very oh, talented young last man. Last year he was 19. Oh, he's 20. Still Yeah, no, that's really cool. And the lineup is really good for that. It's yeah. me and. Um, Ella, I think, what's her last name? Can you pull up my event on my thing? <laughs> she's she's so good. I feel like I know who you're going to say, but I don't know for sure. Oh, with the Ernest Jackson? Line? Yeah. Um, we've got Ferris. Yes, Ella Ferris. She's also very, very beautiful, very t- talented. Kind of, yeah. Not the worst Yes. Yeah. On the 14th. Um, yeah. An orange, orange. Yes. Um, d- who? <laughs> they <laughs> no, they're like very cool really- too. They all dress in orange, um, in these boiler suits. <laughs> very cool. Oh this seems like a an unusual combination of genres and artists on mm. the same lineup. That sounds That's really fun. interesting. Yeah, I think I think it still flows. Yeah. Yeah. Good lineup though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm excited for that one. Mm-hmm. Um. And then uh, the Velvet Bloom residency is going on all month mm-hmm. this month. Um, and, and is that the Evelyn? Yes, the Evelyn. And I'm jumping up on the lineup on the 11th. Yeah, full band. Keen for that one. The band is like how many people? Seven? Yes, seven in total. Seven people. Yeah. <laughs> yes. In a single band. Yeah. So what kind of instruments do you have in there? It's got guitar, bass, drums, keys, um, and two backing vocalists. Did I say bass? Yeah. Bass. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And we're going to change it up soon, I think. We're going to have uh, me jump back on keys mm-hmm. like the old days. And uh, Trevor, my keys player, is going to get his trumpet. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Trevor, he's the trumpet man. Very talented trumpetist. <laughs> trumpetist. 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 <laughs> What's the word? Trumper. What's the word for a person who plays the trumpet? <laughs> Trumpeter. 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 <laughs> ah, yes. Trumpeter isn't a real word. 
Oh, it sounds so much better. Trumpetist <laughs> doesn't come up at all. Oh, oh wait, yes, it does. Trumpeter. That doesn't sound right. No. That's, I like it. It's fancy. Trumpeter. <laughs> trumpeter. I'm a trumpeter. I'm a professional trumpeter. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, okay, so the residency. Anything else that you've got going on apart from the single, really? Uh, there's something single related coming out sometime in April. Ooh. Ooh. Dot dot dot. <laughs> <laughs> Ellipses. Uh, uh, okay. Keep, keep your eyes peeled. <laughs> Ooh, that's not far away. That's like next month. Ooh. Mm. Oh, amazing! Cool. cool. All right, here we can wrap up. Do you have a triple J on it? <clears throat> I do. You do. Oh my god. It's new. Oh. I accidentally leaked my song. You got <laughs> <laughs> It's not there anymore, but I definitely did that two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Big oop. <laughs> Oops. My bad. I love that when I search your name, Velvet Bloom comes up underneath as well. I, know, I love that. <laughs> the DM me. Are you yeah. on DM me? Is that yes. why? Okay. Yeah. Excited for the release of yeah man hater <laughs> <laughs> yes um i'm really really excited i think i've been saying i'm excited for a long time and i just i just want it to be just out be, yeah and just want to how long has it yeah. been in planning specifically like the song itself i think and- we decided maybe like december that mm-hmm. I was going to record it and put it out. We, we had like two other songs um, that we were thinking of doing first. Mm-hmm. And I think I was just honestly being a bit of a wuss. I was like, oh, man, it's too big. It's too much. It's too much to do it first. Yeah. That's not like – but I definitely – I wanted it to be out of Women's Day. Yeah, yeah, right. It worked out perfectly. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, I was going to do another song first and then do this next, but I was like, there's not, it's not enough time. Mm. I think um, this will be like a perfect debut. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely I think so perfect. too. I was like, you know, why why be small when I can just go mm. and do the, the big thing I want to do first? Like, yeah. don't waste time. Life's too short. YOLO. YOLO. Oh, God. It's been so long Yolo. since I've heard that. I'm so sorry. Oh, I take man. it back. Edit it out. No, YOLO. No. Okay, cool. Sweet. Um, Manhead is out this yeah. Sunday. Or a bit tomorrow if you're listening today. Yeah. On the release day. Yeah. International Women's Day. Sunday. Go hug your mum. Go hug your mum. Check your ovaries. Check, check your, your ovaries. ovaries. Oh my god. Please check your ovaries. Please. Get your vaginas checked. Please. Get your breasts checked. Please. Do all the everything. Thank you. Get your mental health checked. Mm. Just check yourself. Check yourself. Check yourself. Before, Before you, you shrug yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. Damn. No. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. Uh, catch you. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Backbeat Podcast. Right now, you're listening to a snippet of Yara's new single, Man Hater, out this Sunday, the 8th of March, on International Women's Day. So go hug your mum, hug your sister, and all the important ladies in your life. And don't forget to stay tuned for future episodes. We've got big things are coming. See you next time. <laughs>